Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hi, this is Jordan Moreno, and this is The Valley Now, your weekly feel-good hour where we lift each other up with the stories of good people doing good things in your neighborhood. Every week, we'll be talking with community leaders who have a unique passion for our thriving city and those that make the Valley such a special place to live. Get ready to be inspired by the work they're doing, whether it's mentoring our youth, providing a platform for those without one, or just driving those worthy charitable causes. Listen in on the conversations and join us in raising our community. This is our time to shine and this is the Valley Now. Welcome back to the show and today we're talking about sports, we're talking about families. It's a great time for those kiddos to get outside and play right now and Rising Families is an organization that wants to ensure the opportunity exists for every child and that every child is committed to lifting one another up. So Rachel Cisneros is joining me today. Tell me more. Good morning. Good morning, Jordan. Thank you for having me. So again, my name is Rachel Cisneros. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little about my background. I have eight children, four of which are adopted. Um, I have an adopted child. Yes, I have four. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I have four, um, which um, I started, um, well, I adopted them when they were four, six, and and I just recently got the older sister at the age of 16, now 18. Okay. Um, so I have my fourth one. Melissa is 24 now. So I have grandchildren from her. Um, so I have six grandchildren. My husband, Fernando Cisneros, very supportive of what I do. Um, sometimes, you know, we drag our husbands into like, hey, this is a vision. And so they follow. And I'm just thankful for him for that. Um, I also worked with the Boy Scouts uh, in 2008. I was a uh, district executive for outreach programs. Uh, I worked there for 10 and a half years, resigned in 2019. Uh, because I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and a grandma. In a kids. <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, you know, I want to take some time. I had the new grandkids, you know, just born. And so I wanted to spend some time with them. Um, that was very short because <laughs> living and born and raised in South Phoenix, um, me and myself were in the area of South Phoenix, born and raised. Uh, I was in, you know, in trouble during my younger ages and in twenty. 2008, my whole life just, it was a big turnaround. And so when I saw there was a need in South Phoenix, there was a lot of drug addiction, 
uh, homelessness, and now I see it in younger youth. Mm-hmm. And into my heart, my heart is really big on faith. I look to the Lord for prayer, for you know, vision. My pastor at P- uh, Phoenix First Apostolic, Anthony Romo, for guidance. And I said, this is what I want to do. South Phoenix really needs a program. And so together we prayed and he confirmed and I continued uh, with the program, starting with Premier Rising Sports. It was an LLC program started in the South Phoenix Roosevelt School District. Um, and, you know, yes, there was struggles, um, but to see uh, the little impact, you know, there was, we started with 10 kids, 20 kids. Um, and that started in 2019. Um, we started the program again with a handful of kids and it was just, okay, there's more to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so again, prayer, <clears throat> we started getting involved in prayer, the pandemic hit in 2019. So we had to stop for that two year period time. Okay. Um, so then going forward in 20, uh, 22, we started it again and we ended up with 40 kids. So I'm like, okay, 40 kids. Great. Right. From 10 to 40, it's progressing. Um, and so then we also started to recruit more this year has been the best year ever, um, where we were able to have partnerships. Uh, with an Eritrea Apartments. It's underserved communities, and that's what we're here for, is to serve these sports programs, to engage our community into now serving their community. So the sports is the umbrella of my nonprofit. So I wanted to do more, and I said, okay, let me let me start a nonprofit organization because now I can able to expand um, and then just talk about what I'm doing and the passion I'm doing in my in my community, not only in the South Phoenix, because we have other areas that are underserved. Um, There are sports programs and ours is very unique because again, we teach leadership in our program. Um, We teach faith and we teach prayer. So we give them hope. We have broken families. Um, We have families that um, have never been engaged in sport because it's too expensive. Um, and so we give a very low and minimum at even a free cost to our parents, uh, a program that we share to engage everybody from their communities to get involved. Let's do gardening. Let's plant, um, you know, homelessness. Let's feed them. And so that sport program is the umbrella of the rising families to engage our communities. And so is this something that is for children, for adults, for both? Do you, do you encourage the whole family to kind of work together during while they're at these programs? We do. So the sports is from ages four to 16, and we utilize our leaders. So as they go through our program, they age at 16. My boy that's adopted, Oscar, is 13. He decided to step up this year. He says, Mom, I don't want to coach. I don't want to practice. I don't want to play, but I want to coach. I want to be a leader. And so that's what we look to is to instill leadership. And so he has his team. He leads his team. He leads them in prayer and activities. Um, 
And we also utilize the parents as well. They get involved, they get engaged. It's all volunteer ran. You know, all of us are volunteers. Um, and so they step up and says, how can I help you in this program? And so we had some fathers that stepped up to help coach. We had the mothers to help and they brought snacks for the kids. Mm -hmm. And so we were able to engage community. And at the end of our program this year, we served 1,400 snacks. Nice. Eight weeks. Mm -hmm. And so I was just very excited that the parents were able to be involved um, in connecting. After our eight-week program, we then go into community service. So... um, we have Creighton Community Foundation, nonprofit. We go and help them do food distributions on Saturdays. Um, they learn how to um, make the boxes, put the produce in the boxes, and then we pack them into the vehicles that come by. We have an interact club um, in partnership with ASU, John Winnestreen and Marina. They oversee the international clubs for our kids and now they're able to meet with Uganda, uh, Nigeria, Colima, uh, Mexico, and they start to talk about culture, mm-hmm. leadership, and what does that mean to them? And so this is what the program is about. It's not about sports, but it's to engage, mm-hmm. to teach leadership skills so that these young ones can take on in their community that leader part, uh, you know, that that sustainability and leadership in their communities. Do you have any stories of either families or children? I'm sure there's countless that their lives were just changed and you could see it happen right before your eyes. You know, what was life like before they began working with you? And then how did you see them evolve and really grow into those leadership positions? Yeah. So, you know, there, there's just so many, so many, but one in particular uh, that, really hit was Alexis. Um, Alexis have never played any sports, any extracurricular activities before, mainly because mom tells me because they didn't have the funds, um, the resources to enroll her in anything, um, the activities being offered. Uh, there was none in her community. So getting to and from the locations was very, very difficult for them. Um, Alexis is always, um, she's very shy. She's very shy. She battled depression at her young age. She was 12 when she started our program. Um, and she started getting involved. She started, um, getting involved in interacting with other youth. It was a little difficult for her, but that opened her up. Prayer. Um, also was a big factor in her life. Mom says, you know, we we really haven't prayed and we do occasionally. But when you guys start teaching this, that inspired because it brings it home. Mm-hmm. And just the outlook and the whole different outcome of her, of Alexis, is now uh, mom sees it at home. They see it at school. The shyness doesn't discomfort her anymore from participating and enjoying herself. She takes on leadership roles um, at school and now being student council president running their meetings. Yeah, that's a big difference. That is a big difference from her being shy, um, not wanting to speak to anybody. It it was really difficult for her when she started. Mm -hmm. And after the 
eight weeks, the season is just a, a really great outcome that uh, we see in our youth. And really a short amount of time. Eight weeks is, you know, you're not with them the 24 hours every day through those eight weeks. So it's yeah. just short spurts, but something that that's a big turnaround it's in big turnaround. two months. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. And not only in Alexis, but we see this in other children. Um, we've had parents come to us and say, you know, this is an opportunity. The love that you guys show on this field is just awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they feel it out there. And that's what we want is we want to love our community and let them know that we are here to help through our programs, through resources, um, you know, that we are have visions for. Mm-hmm. And do you find sometimes just allowing the space and holding space for someone who would typically be a wallflower, who would typically not stand up or speak up or, you know, be the first to to engage in something, holding space for them really makes all the difference and just opening the door for opportunity. Yes, most definitely. Um, you know, like the programs that we have, um, we'd like to engage our youth um, and, and the interactive clubs that we have that motivates our youth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sometimes it's challenging. Um, but they get it. They get that. They get what we're trying to do in the community. And so for them to come back and say, hey, coach, hey, Miss Rachel, Mr. Fernando, what can we do to help? We want to help in leadership. We want to do this. And they come up with their ideas. And that's what we want. Um, the interact rotary clubs. And that's what we engage our youth is you build what you guys want in your community and go with it. Mm-hmm. You know, take up that vision. Um, and so they do. They have been doing that. And so that's exciting um, to see that. So is this a family-ran organization? You mentioned your husband. Does he kind of help out with the day-to-day operations? Or He does. He does. So, yes, it started as a family. Uh, I had my daughters. Everybody was involved. Of course, my daughters are now older. And they said, Mom, yeah, we've done this for many years. You know, we're <laughs> done. We're doing our own thing. But my husband has been very faithful. Um, so it is a family uh, program, uh, a nonprofit, and um, he helps with setting up the fields. He's out there ministering to the kids. He's coaching the kids. So he's uh, all over the place. Yeah, it's always a family affair. It's always a, a small nonprofit. Yes, yes. I had uh, Wade Crum of Pass It On on the show just recently, and both he and his mom, Sarah, spoke so highly of you. How did you guys first get connected? Yes, so Wade, I met Wade back a couple of years ago. Um, I think this is when I actually started my program. and. Um, the introduction was, was through Heber Valenzuela, and Heber uh, was working with Rising Phoenix Risings. And so we did a lot of outreach together. And he says, you know, contact Wade. He can help you in your, you know, because he knew I was serving under serveness. Like, how am I going to get the uniforms, mm-hmm. the equipment to start all this? You know, because it was coming out of our pocket. And so it was just a big blessing to meet Sarah and Wade from Pass It On. Um, I connected with Wade and he says, you know, I have some uniforms. I have some cliques for the kids, you know, come pick some up. So I did. And that has been our connection to keeping our program surviving. And 
able to expand to these areas uh, because recently they just donated some uniforms. You know, we had a cost and because of the areas we serve, um, it's difficult when a family has five to eight kids in one family. Yes. And so these uniforms come in handy because like, all oh, right, we can sponsor these kids. Now mm-hmm. we don't leave any child behind. We will find a way to sponsor to give a uniform, whatever it may be, we are never going to leave a child behind. Um, So with Sarah coming in, she was able to open more opportunities. You know, they donated the uniforms. They donated um, our equipment to practice with balls that we recently got. And um, so next year, we have expanded to a third location. And this is with the Somali Council. Okay. Um, and so uh, I'm just very excited for their donations. Um, Sarah, they're awesome. Pass it on. <laughs> they were very nice. They were very yes. nice. Yeah. <laughs> and Wade's so impressive. At 18 years old, he's like, oh, yeah, I started a nonprofit at 13. No big deal. Yes. No big deal. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I said, when I met Wade, I was like, how did you do this? You know, 13, just motivated right. on and going. I asked him for pointers yeah. <laughs> when I started my nonprofit. Like, wow, you did this at a young age. You know, how did you do it? What did you do? Mm-hmm. And so just the inspiration of a young youth to do something like that. Yeah. I talk about weight all the time in our program um, to my boys. Look at this young man. At a young age, he had a vision and a heart. And look who he's serving. Mm-hmm. And so that is a great inspiration. Yeah. What are you most proud of looking back at? It's been a bumpy road for you, trying to start a nonprofit 2019, having to kind of shut down, open back up. What are you most proud of as you look back at the past few years? The growth of the program. I want to say the growth, the hard work shows, mm-hmm. um, the prayer shows. Mm-hmm. Um, the most challenging would be uh, the funding, the funding in, in the program. Um, it has everything to do. It goes hand in hand with, you know, the equipment, um, the coaches, access to uniform, healthy snacks, um, transportation for a lot of the youth that can't get there. Mm-hmm. So we want to provide that transportation. Um, again, we, we think pass it on for, for allowing and having those uniforms and equipment. And, you know, they age out. And so funding to get more equipment, um, stipends for the kids is what, um, you know, I think we're looking and the vision is for, um, but the outcome, the growth, I think it's just been great tremendously. We have the Eritrea apartments. We ended up, we started with 10 kids, then it progressed to 40 at our end of our season in 2023. We ended up with 92 kids. That's awesome. Yeah, 92 kids this year and already have kids online for next year looking to target 160 kids okay. by, next, by next year. What are some of those 2024 goals? The 160 kids, what else? Any new programs? Yes. Or? Uh, well, we recently, as of last night, uh, we put in a grant uh, for City of Phoenix. I didn't see it, but I have word that Rising Families was honored one of those brats. Mm -hmm. So that just put in a vision 
for more leadership, mm-hmm. um, for more participation. My vision also for our youth is um, college education. Um, we want to make sure that the kids know how to get a grant, where mm-hmm. to find a grant. Coming from high school into college, I've seen that a lot of our youth that passes through our program are confused. I don't know. I'm not computer savvy. I don't know where to go to look for these grants. So I'm just not going to go to school. And it's a challenging world to navigate regardless. It is. Mm -hmm. And we don't want that, you know? And so that is our next vision is to train somebody. Let's bring in someone to train these kids to show them how to get a scholarship, where to find them. If you don't, or you're not, you know, um, great with computers, let's teach you. Let's help you get there. Let's help you get an education, get to college. Um, so that are, that's our next vision, uh, food sustainability, having food pantries as well. Having our own facility is something uh, that I, I know it's long-term and it's a great vision, but having our own facility is something that we're looking for mm-hmm. to be able to have more resources out there. These are big goals. These are really big goals. <laughs> yes. And I know with our faith and prayer, it all happens. It will all happen. It will come together. Don't know when, how, but it will come together. <laughs> yes, you're going to be very busy. That's all I know. It is. It is. Sweating just thinking about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but it's my passion. It's my passion to serve. Um, I've always served my community um, in South Phoenix. Like I said, I was, you know, been there, done that. And I don't want to see the rest of our youth go through that. And I know we can't save them all, but planting the seed in our communities, it's inspiring because you see the outcome. You see your prayers being answered through the youth that come through our program. And so that makes me happy and that makes me feel like I'm being successful and I'm doing what I need to be doing in my community. 100%. How can community members and listeners get involved? Do you have volunteerism opportunities or how could we be most helpful? We do. Um, You can reach Rachel Cisneros at rachel at risingfamilies.org. We are in the process of um, fixing our webpage. So it's in the process right now. Uh, It's Rising Families. We'll have a donation. spot there so you guys can donate get involved Um, you can always call us 602-413-5622 rachel cisneros and we can involve you Um, we have plenty of volunteer spaces we have plenty of um, opportunities for you so please again rising families um, and you can contact contact rachel cisneros Rachel at risingfamilies.org. Perfect. And what do those volunteer opportunities look like? What are some of the ways that, you know, I know that especially this time of year, I wish it was something that was more year round, you know, in Arizona, because the need is certainly there year round, uh, but around the holidays and around kind of, you know, when we all come out of our hiding places from the summer heat, uh, what ways are there for people to kind of get their hands dirty? 
So again, we have gardening projects um, that we go out and do. We partner with Eritrea Community. Um, they have a huge apartment complex there that is being transitioned. Uh, it was the old apartment complex, got rebuilt. So we are planning gardens in those locations. So fun. Number one. Uh, we Literally are really getting your hands dirty. Right. <laughs> and then also we are um we clean up around our schools, Roosevelt School Districts. There's a lot of drug activity in the alleys that are just vigilant to the schools. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that our kids are not being accessible. You know, all around the schools, there's fences. Some may not have fences. So we like to clean around the schools and make sure those areas are clean. So, um, you know, food distributions, we have coaching, um, um, leadership, program aids that we're looking for. Um, to help out expand in those areas as well. Mm-hmm. We've also, yes, um, in the years past, we've done backpacks, so back to school events that we've had. We've had donors that donated backpacks that we were able to supply 300 um, students. Mm-hmm. Um, we have also are doing a Christmas event this season or this year in December for the community in Eritrea and the kids in the program expecting 200 participants. So we are giving a dinner to these uh, participants, which was also a blessing uh, because the food and everything was donated. Nice. And so these are the things that we're looking for is to just love our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, you guys are busy. You've got a lot coming up and you know, I certainly appreciate your time. But lastly, I wanted to... I like to chat with community leaders and folks that have a vision and follow through with that vision uh, that they say, I don't care what anybody else is going to tell me. I am going to go through with this. I have faith. I have faith in myself. What advice would you give to someone who's interested in starting a nonprofit or sees an issue in the community and wants to take action like you did? Go for it. Um, What I've done my when I started, when I realized that I really wanted to serve, you have to have a passion for your community. Mm-hmm. And once you have that passion, you're going to go for it. And that's what I did is like I had that passion and it's I put it in prayer. God gave me the vision. And for me, I had to learn. I went to seminars. I went to, you know, to find out what a nonprofit was. What is the background to a nonprofit? And as I learned, um, a lot of times when I met people, it's like, oh, I just went in and I started my nonprofit and I filled it out and that was it. Um, to me, I like to educate, uh, to see what you're getting into, the backgrounds, you know, what is it entail? Um, so if you are interested in nonprofit, go for it. It's, it's in your passion, serve your community. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. It's not because the resources will come. It takes time. It took us a couple of years. It comes out of your pocket when you first start. Uh, But once you start connecting to people, organizations, other nonprofits, and let them know what you're doing, the passion, they see it, they're there and they'll start following you. And And there is such a supportive community between nonprofits. Yes, most definitely. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. And thanks for spreading the good word. You've got work to do. I'm going to let you get back to your work. work. I have a lot of work to do. Yes. (laughs) We love it. We love it. You know, and so again, thank you for having us.
All right, I want to give a very special thank you to my guests today, and I want to thank you for being a part of the program and making our community an amazing place, not just to live and to work, but most importantly, to play. You can hear The Valley Now on the radio, with audio on demand on radio station websites and the Odyssey app. My name is Jordan Moreno. Shine your light, share your love, and join us again next week right here on The Valley Now. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.